As we come to the year in review, uh, we'll take a step back for a moment on the church planning podcast and let's just review the year, buddy. Let's go back. 2023. Where did time go, man? 2023 is about, that sun Mm. is about to set in just a few hours. Yeah, no joke. Here we are the last day of it. But, uh, you know, looking back to the year, a whole lot of things happened this year. Whole lot of blessings, a um, whole lot of trials, mm-hmm. um, some heartaches, you know, and it's going to be different for everybody. But, you know, how blessed at the end of it all, we can still say God is faithful yeah. Yeah. and how merciful God is. And, you know, as we just look back on the year, I mean, starting, you can really start in January and look all the way up and you can just see God's faithfulness through the whole year. And, you know, I, I think that's one of the good, great things about being a Christian is even before the podcast started is me and you were sitting here talking about the year looking into 2024. I can understand how people would have anxiety sure. going into 24. You know, there's so many unknowns. If you look at the world, everything that's going on around us, you know, there, there could be a lot of anxiety. And, you know, even looking back on the, on the year prior, you can look back and say, Oh my goodness. If it, if it hadn't been for God, my boy, you know, but uh, so thankful for 2023 and for what the Lord has done, for his blessings, for his goodness and his mercy. Uh, challenging year uh, for me on my part and our family, you know, our daughter moving away, going to college. Uh, that was a huge change for us and had to really, really put our faith and trust in the Lord. on that. I, I battled that a lot. And you asked me at the beginning of it and uh, a quote for the year. And uh, it's very similar to yours, but that was keep me in the moment. Mm. And we talked about that earlier in the year as well. And then we actually cut a podcast this year that never made it to never made it out. And we had no idea why it just did not record. But I think it was meant for just me and you. It was. Yeah. Where we just poured our hearts out. And that was the theme on that one was keep me in the moment mm. because these moments go by quick. And if we try to, if we, if we focus on, on everything else, we will miss what's going on around us. So it goes very along with the quote that you have that you're getting ready to talk about as well. But so thankful for what God has done. And as we continue to move forward, I'm excited for 2024 to see what God has in store. I know that there's going to be challenges that we will face this year. Uh, we were talking. I know we, we had a great conversation before the podcast as well. Who knows what's going to happen this year? None of us know the hour or the time. This could be the very year. This could be the moment, the day, the second that the Lord comes back mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and I, we were talking, you know, are you ready to go? And I think, you know, that, that could be a theme. Are you ready? You know, and we talked about, you know, what happened uh, to you this year. Uh, you know, just, you just never know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I, I'm excited for what the year has in store, but at the, at the same time, I, my focus has to be on God and staying in his will and, you know, making sure I'm not in his way. So yeah, <laughs> that excited for what the Lord has in store. Yeah. What about you, buddy? Buddy, I'll tell you what, Anthony, I, that, you know, I'd, I'd love to, to just share some of that personal, personal thoughts like you just did. And then in a few minutes, let's, uh, let's dive into some of the, some of the, we just finished up 
our our statistics for the year end for the church, and we yeah, can we talk did. about some of the year interview there yeah. with the church plant. Kind of circling back to the church plant, but really laying on the table some of these personal takeaways and learnings from oh, the year. Boy, and yeah. boy, oh boy, uh, um, uh, in January this year, I started. Um, actually, I think a little bit before that, actually in twenty twenty two, I started a daily. Well, every every day I saw a sunrise. You know, take a picture of the sunrise and post it on facebook linkedin social media and just as a reminder for myself and whoever whoever chose to scroll by it um wow look at the sunrise and then the quote the same quote every single day and that is the date whatever the date is 12 31 2023 happens once make it count Mm -hmm. and the sunrise for me anthony is uh was I live in a high stress environment at work and in a high stress. I, I'm actually a high stress human as it, as I, it is. You put me, in, you put me yeah. in a desert alone and I'll find <laughs> something to kind of have some tension yeah. about. That's I, just who I, I am. See that. <laughs> I'm wired that way. So, um, I had a couple events this year and actually leading up to this year, uh, called an eye stroke. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, what, what caused the eye stroke The the physician told me it was stress. And uh, the, the doctor asked me, well, do you have a stressful job? And I just kind of laughed. <laughs> yeah. Do you drink a lot of coffee? I just laughed. Hmm. Um, and so my, my response when could you change situations where you didn't have stress, I just I laughed again because the alternative to stress is death. And that's not anything anyone want to choose. If you're alive in this world, you're going to have stress. Yeah. So for me, that daily grounding of Today happens once. Yeah. Make it count. Live in the moment. Mm. Don't live in tomorrow. Don't live in yesterday. Live today. Yeah. And then the the, the grounding. <clears throat> when I look at the sunrise, I see that I had no contribution to that. None. That's right. I just got to be there. Yeah. I got to be here to witness it. I had nothing to do with it. And I can do nothing about it. Mm. And so... It was a daily reminder that, you know what, Jamie, you're just a little small part of this huge thing that you're not in control of. So the problems you have ahead of you today, guess what? You have very little control, but do what you can and praise me in the moment. And so that for me was a a settling of the soul in the morning every day. Mm -hmm. Um, On the cloudy days, I was just sad. So this year, I'm going to try to figure out how to do something (laughs) on the cloudy days, too. But no, it certainly was one of my key takeaways for the year. That's pretty cool, buddy. You know, and I, I, you know, I just, I I go back to what you said there. You know, I usually don't get to see the sunrise. I'm usually sitting in. You're driving west. Yeah. So I I don't get to see the sunrise. And then by the time the sun starts coming up, I'm already sitting in a hunk of concrete. So there's, there's times that I'll never even see the sun until I leave. (laughs) So it's unique. It's a unique challenge. It's like the old coal miners. It is. Yeah, it's the truth. But, uh. So thankful, so thankful for what God has done, man, and just the year ahead. And, you know, you, you, you said something there that really stuck out to me, and that was, you know, as you saw the sunrise of the morning, you realized that you had nothing to do with that. You know, and I, I, think, I think that's a really awesome, awesome place to be at because, you know, we see the Apostle Paul. If we look at the Apostle Paul's life, the closer he got to God, the smaller he realized he was. Oh, yeah. You know, and I, I think that for all Christians, we need to understand to have big – 
how holy, how mm. mighty our God truly is mm. and how small we are. But, you know, and I don't want to stop there because that can be kind of disheartening. Mm-hmm. How small I truly am, but how much he truly loves me. Uh, yeah. You know, like you said, you got to be, you got to partake in that sunrise. As God created this day and as that sun split the horizon and as it came up and darkness was cast away, you got to be part of that. And in living in that, you get to see the majesty of God. Mm. And you really see, you see a story of the resurrection. You see a story of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation every day that you see that sunrise. Mm. That's pretty awesome. And to be able to realize that, that's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's neat. But it seems so simple. Yeah. But, but it's but it's not. It's it, so it, it is not. It's so deep and complex. It's so deep and, and that complex. Is, and that is that is God. Yeah, he takes the foolish things and confounds the wise. And that's I think it's a beautiful picture of it. the simplicity <laughs> yeah. of a sunrise. I know. Yeah. And I will I will say this: that practice, yeah, that habit that was created over just being intentional about it, literally has changed my life. Yeah, and I, that may sound crazy, but it has made a huge impact in the way I face today. I have a question for you. So it seems like you see this about the same place from where I see the pictures when you send them out on the group mm. group chat. I, it seems like you're in about the same place every day. Mm. Is there a, a spot of anticipation? I mean, since you've Aww. been doing this, do you anticipate that? And you're like, mm, I'm getting ready to see it. <laughs> and I want to know, know how you feel. Like when you talk, because it looks like you top, it, to me it looks like as you're on 80, Heading over through there, it's almost like you're coming down to where you go over the bridge, almost into Laurel County is where it looks like. I don't know if that's where it's at or it's not. Close, yeah, yeah. All right, I figure it's there somewhere mm-hmm. on that terrible stretch of road to yep. Manchester. I don't know, yep. but uh, are you? What's the anticipation? And when you see it, what happens inside of you? How do you ah. feel? Ah, so, for the listeners, we live in Central Kentucky, uh, South Central. I work in eastern Kentucky, which is the back roads of Appalachia. So you're riding along on my trek to work. There's very little traffic. And I'm driving to a hospital in eastern Kentucky. And this really curvy, windy, beautiful parkway, right? And he said treacherous. It is treacherous on some days if it's ice especially. But, uh, Anthony, there's ups and downs. You're going up and down mountains around around these curves. And so... So yeah, there, there's there's a couple hills that when I when I go around the curve and up the hill at the same time, I know when I cross that that knoll at the top of the hill that I'm going to see it. And I got my phone out, and it's that moment of truth. Like, oh, how good is this one going to be? What's this one going to look like? You know, it's that, <laughs> it is a moment of anticipation sure. because literally, and that's another another beauty of God. No matter how many sunrises you see you'll never see the same sunrise. Hmm. And no matter how many days you walk with God, you will never know all of him. You will never find the depth, the bottom of the barrel of the depth of who he is. And so the more sunrises I see, the more I want to see, the more I know God, the more I know how small I am, yet I know how much I want to know him. And so that is a, that is a, 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 a exciting fact uh, to just just explore god every single day i love as you said that another scripture came to my mind and it is it would be the one that says uh but lo these are parts of his ways 
but how little a portion mm. is known of him. Oh, <laughs> precious man. Parts of his ways. We get to see glimpses. Just a, just, just just a snapshot. Oh, how wonderful you are, Father. Thank you, Lord. Mm. <laughs> Standing on me and that just, uh, mm. it amazes me. God truly amazes me. So, so amazing. All right. <laughs> Before I really get tore up here. <laughs> Look at it. Oh, this is great. This is great. Uh, let's talk about uh, the year in review for the church. Yeah. Let's look at the uh, church plant this year. Let's go back and let's review the year. Wonderful year. Man, what an exciting year. Oh, yeah. um, so much. Uh, the sermon series is if we just look at the sermon series. Mm. Man, there was some great sermon series. And, and we started this. Uh, we've started this a few years ago. We started doing sermon series. And I think I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> And it's been a lot of fun. I think. I think for sometimes for the people, it got kind of monotonous. Uh, <laughs> I think that my favorite was uh, your son Jackson. Uh, we were we were in a series called Stuck, and <laughs> and I, I think we'd been. 13, 14 weeks in yep, Stuck. Yep. And I got up and said, this is my last sermon on Stuck. And Jackson was like, man, we're stuck in the Stuck series. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but uh, but I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it, enjoyed these sermon series this year. Really have, if I had to drill down on one sermon series that I really enjoyed, it's the one that we're currently in that we're getting ready to wrap up on. And that is the uh, Steadfast Endurance <clears throat> Sermon Series. I feel like that has been so rich, and I, you know, and the point of the sermon series as we got started was to look ahead, uh, to look to look, and how do we actually, One. and how that we move forward in the Christian walk, uh, you know, in the in in life, you know, and it all stemmed from uh, a recovery uh, outreach that we did, where at the end of the day they asked the question, how do we sustain it? Mm-hmm. And I think that for me personally, once again, you know, it has resonated with me very strongly. I've enjoyed it. Great. And I'm excited for what the Lord has in store for 24 in sermon series as well. What about you, buddy? No, I think, Anthony, the the series I probably enjoyed most this year is is the same. I I really have enjoyed all the series. We we started out the year this year in the 30-day sermon series. That was cool. If I had 30 days to live, what would change (laughs) about my life? And boy, oh, oh boy, that was an adventure. And we had to do a lot of soul searching during that season. Mm -hmm. and, And it was really good. And little did I know... Um, 10 months later after starting the sermon series, I was going to be enduring a, a near-death experience and have to face mm-hmm. some of the same questions that, uh, that that was posed to me in January. So uh, thankfully, um, you know, I was ready if I'd have gone, but, uh, you know, it, it causes you to pause and think. You know, and then we also did the backstage sermon series, um, or like like or the back roads of the yeah, Bible. Back roads of the Bible. Yeah, that was fun too. Back roads. So the the premise of the back roads of the Bible, guys, um, and we've talked a little bit about it on some of the other podcasts, and that is some of the most more uncommon stories or things that I personally have overlooked through the years that um we were able to just dig in to some of those things and and pull out some just really neat uh, stories that just uh, brought those back roads to life. And it was pretty neat uh, to dig into that. So just a really, really good year overall. I think the content uh, that God gave us uh, was, was really, really solid. Um, and, and yeah, it looks like about three sermon series. There was other <laughs> yeah, sermons. Three sermon series. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. That puts so, it in perspective. That's about 90 days, uh, 90 days each or no, a little more than that. 120 days each. Wow. My goodness. Um, yeah. So, it, and, and we're getting ready to launch out in, in 24, yep. um, the sermon series on David. Um, yeah. And there's just so much to unpack there. We'll try not to go 30 weeks on it, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we might. Yeah, we just don't know. Just follow um, the leading of the Spirit, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, but so I would just really, truly enjoyed um, the, the year and, and the content uh, that God gave us to dig into. Hey, Amen. I agree. Now let's. Now let's look at, uh, let's review uh, our year, the year in review, really, for Journey Community Church. You know, I mean, what the Lord has done in 2023 for us, you know, and how blessed that we truly are. Man, and, you know, and as we as we talk about, I don't know if you're going to go into all the matrixes or not and the percentages. I, I think that would be good if you did, but, I mean, that's 100% up to you. But, uh, you know, to sit down and really measure it out this year, I mean, I, I just take a step back and I look at the spiritual growth that we've seen oh, yeah. in the church as a whole. And man, we see uh, we see a fire burning in folks, and I, I think that's so cool. Is the individuals that are coming up saying, "Man, I, I man, I want to be more involved. I want to be doing this. I, I would love to be involved some way, shape, or form uh, to do more for the Lord." Man, that's spiritual growth. Amen. And I, I tell you, it's so exciting to see the hunger that that everybody has for the Lord right now, and, and uh, even to, to take it a step farther is just to watch, mm-hmm. to sit back and watch mm-hmm. and see how they lead out. I, yeah. I like that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not like me or you having to lead out; they are actually leading out. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will come; they'll they'll see them outside in the giveaway stuff outside, and they'll they'll just get up and go. That's awesome. You know, I think that's oh, that's so cool. I mean, you look at me, you're like, hey, there's somebody out there. I'm like, ah, somebody else already there. Happened today. <laughs> it happened today. I, I said, Anthony, because I couldn't get I couldn't get outside. I looked yep. at you, and you said, Yep, they got it. Yeah, they've already got it. Beautiful. <laughs> it was awesome. Beautiful, I, and it's, it's so awesome. I will say the same thing: the spiritual maturity, and and that goes across the spectrum. And you could we could mm-hmm. sit down and just call out person by person by person, and the spiritual maturity. Oh man! And I'll take that ten to one. Uh, yep. over over other things i mean you know glitz and glamour and attendance is amazing but that without the spiritual maturity and the growth and spiritual and the spiritual depths anthony we've seen um members of our journey family this year go through extremely hard that's very life altering yep. changes and circumstances that mm-hmm. by all rights should have crushed some of them yeah to me, the greatest indicator of spiritual maturity is being able to endure the storm of your life mm-hmm. that should have took you out, and you endure that with faith and and come through on the other side without altering your faith. And I think that just watching some of the t- some of our family, um, a journey family, go through things that should have cut them down, yeah. but they stood strong. But they were steadfast. And, you know, I think that's a great sign of spiritual maturity and the service, right? And so I think that serving others is a true indicator. It's it's really a true north that says, hey, somebody's heading in the right direction mm-hmm. if they're serving someone with the right heart. Yeah. And I think that's that's a very, very strong indicator of spiritual growth. So what I like about this is that you tie this back into the church planting series where we talked about growth and the measuring of growth in the church plant. I mean, yeah. this is it in action. You know, we actually get to see this growth, not only in just the church as a whole, but the spiritual growth as well. So 
once again, if you've not listened to that podcast about spirit, about the growth, measuring growth and seeing growth, go back and listen to that one because it should shift your mindset, not mm-hmm. to a secular view, but look at it with a spiritual set of eyes. And I think, Absolutely. yeah, I think that's another, I think that's really good to pull out of what we just talked about. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, there was, there was a day where Jesus went from around six, 6,000 people down to 12. And, uh, it was, it was the day where <laughs> it was subtraction, but it was this, those 12 were, were spiritually growing and progressing and the others had just wanted bread. So, um, you know, it didn't take it, but the it is, spiritual growth is, is the, um, indicator. And, you know, it, it's hard to stick a metric on it. We, yeah. we, what we do, um, and maybe we'll, unpack a little bit some of the things we've measured this year and and well since the since the the genesis of journey mm. um and, and we talked about this today at, at journey at table talk and that is uh traditionally we as a as a church in in america we we measure attendance and finance and we put it uh, a lot of many many churches we have it at the back um at the back entrance or the back doorway where we have the average attendance, the record attendance, the the income or the you know ties and offerings, and those things are measured and and those are great things. And but we talked today, Anthony, about in, in input measures and outcome measures and how that um, if our if my goal in twenty four was to lose twenty pounds, if the only thing I measured was my weight on a scale every morning next year. Um, I'm not going to lose any weight necessarily unless I get sick or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if I go upstream, if I go upstream and I start measuring my caloric intake, my exercise, my steps, my activity, uh, my calories burned, then all of a sudden the scale changes, but I'm measuring the thing that's before the outcome, uh, which is the input measure. And so with a church plant, um, we have to kind of have the Pauline mindset. And when I say the Pauline mindset, here's what I mean. The apostle Paul once said when the church was growing and people was starting to, to, to give him some kudos for it. He said, Whoa, time out. Um, it's not me or this guy, me or Apollos or in this case, it's not me or him. It's not either one of us. Actually, all I did was plant and he watered and God gave the increase. And in, in the context of church planting or discipleship and church growth, it is the duty of the leaders of the team, the core team, especially the team at Broad, to cultivate the ground, to put the church in the best position to be able to make disciples possible. So it's the input metric, right? And then the outcome metric is church growth happens. That's God's responsibility. It's not ours. Salvation. God does that. We don't save people. Somebody said, I'm saving. No, you're not. You're not saving anybody. Mm-mm. You're creating an environment mm-hmm. that where God's will can be done. His spirit can be alive and moving in your midst and people can grow so that they make disciples and lead people to Christ. He does the rest. We just plant and we water. Mm-hmm. And so we measure things uh, upstream and and that is the planting and watering. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, one of the first things that we, we brought up today is, um, is, is the percentage of attendees, the average attendees on a Sunday that are actively serving, either in the church or outside the church in the community, serving uh, in Christian service. And um, uh, the national benchmark for this and some s- several surveys that I, I went and read um, did some research on the average is around fifty seven percent nationwide is a is a is a, is what success would look like as a benchmark. Uh, we're at sixty percent, 
Now we're at sixty percent with Journey. I would much rather be at a hundred, uh, but you know what? Sixty percent is is strong, better than benchmark uh, nationwide. Um, but I, I'm, I'm not satisfied with that, nor is, is any of us, I think, that we want to have everybody finding. And I feel like, Anthony, that the duty of church leadership is to find the place for every, every believer to plug in and serve. Because serving others is, is the core of, of Christianity and the faith. So um, the percentage of serving um, is, is the one um, metric that we measure. Um, anything to add on that one? Not really. I just think it's pretty cool that if you if you think about that, that means uh, over half of the regular attendees are in servanthood in some way, shape, or form to serve others, to spread the gospel in some way, shape, or form. And you know, and that's just the ones that are known. There's others that are doing things probably that we just don't know about mm-hmm. that just hasn't came to light. Absolutely. Yet. So this it, is only what we can measure. That's just what this is just what is possible to measure at this moment in yep. time. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's it's Absolutely. it's an impressive stat yeah. for a body of believers that that many of them have a desire to serve. Because it's the one thing that nobody really likes to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody would rather have somebody else waiting on them yeah. doing something else. Yeah. But to have over half of the congregation that are that want to be in that, to be serving, to see the girl with the <laughs> kingdom, that's that's pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty yep. cool. Twenty percent. Uh, you know, some some surveys, Anthony, say twenty percent is success. Yeah, I can. And to have that. sixty is like, whoa. Yeah. You know, 57 is that national benchmark that's like, yeah, you're doing really good. Yeah. You're doing well if you got 20. Yeah. Uh, but to have 60. That's pretty unbelievable. And here's a cool here's a, a cool nugget as well, Anthony, is that today, we, we shared this today yeah. at, at Journey, and we had another 10% come forward and say, I want to, I want to, I want to be actively involved. <laughs> exactly. So now we're actually ending the year at 70%. At 70%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, that, you know, that's God, that's God, that's God given the increase, you know, that's the planning, that's the, the, the sowing, the watering, Mm -hmm. that's the increase of God. Yeah. And the duty, the duty, the duty of ministry leaders is so much more than just preaching good sermons. Amen. We could preach cute sermons all day long. Oh yeah. Good theology, sound theology. However, we are connectors. We're connectors. Yeah. We're reaching into the darkness. We're helping people, leading them to the light, and then we're showing them how to hold the light and then shine the light for others. So that we're truly, our role is connecting them to what their life's mission is in the kingdom. I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but if you look back at the Steadfast Sermon series and uh, you look at the way that the sermon started in it, Mm-hmm. It was like that there was a framework that was built. Now, if you look at the last, I don't know, four or five sermons that have been ministered in that sermon series, we laid a benchmark. We laid the groundwork of yep. saying, this yep. is what you're going to face. This is how you endure. This is how you endure. This is how you endure. Now we're to the point, and I'm sure you've seen this as well, but now we're at that point to where we're saying, if you're going to make it in this st- instead to be steadfast is to grow, yep. to move, to yep. go. And every sermon that has been has yep. spewed off from that. From Once the groundwork was placed, now everything is go. Yeah. It's all go. Beautiful. And I think that's really cool. I mean, but I mean, but I mean, and it, I think it ties back into this matrix, this measurement that was done. Absolutely. Is, I mean, you've got a group that are there that want to go. I mean, the happiest, <laughs> the happiest you'll see 
journey community uh-huh. is when they are in service, when they're at the park yep. serving others, mm-hmm. but when they're knocking on doors. You, you see a whole other side of folks <laughs> come out. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's, it's mind-boggling. And you know what? Thank God for what the Lord has done. Thank God for willing vessels that are willing to step out of their comfort zone because that's what it is. It's yeah. huge, huge comfort yeah. shift. But uh, just so impressed and so thankful for God, man. It's Amen. beautiful. Amen. And 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 how how fun is it to not stress? And church planters out there, if you, how freeing is it to not stress <laughs> about the attendance? Oh, wow. You know, when somebody asks you, how's your church doing? Your little church. How's your little church doing? <laughs> how, how great is it to, 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 to not feel the pressure yeah. of performance, but you can truly bask in God's goodness by knowing that you're watching people before your very eyes mature spiritually. Dude, that's something that... That. That. That's awesome. That is now. Would I like to see more people? But you're sure, personally? absolutely. Yeah, sure. But God takes care of that. It's yeah. our work and duty to cultivate the ground, mm-hmm. not to make the increase happen. That's right. So, um, to cover cool. cover a couple of these other metrics, Anthony. <laughs> Maybe we won't be able to dive into all of them. That's okay. Yeah. But uh, the the non digital reach as a percentage of attendance. Now, digital reach. We're saying we're not counting digital reach. This we're talking about face-to-face reach um, from a from a um, a non-digital standpoint, right? So we're not counting social media. We're not counting Facebook, Facebook Live. We're only counting the non-digital reach, and that is we're getting text messages here. <laughs> a lot fa- of those are my fault. Our family is next door, <laughs> saying, "Come and eat." <clears throat> so uh, the non-digital reach seventy-one percent um is, is the metric our, our target's 100 percent. what does that mean that that means that each person on average attendance each week should reach each person should reach one person that week right so we're at 71 percent. we'd love to be at 100 we would love for every human that sits in a seated journey to be able to connect with another human mm-hmm. that week and share the gospel and share hope with them we're at 71 percent. i would say that's I'm thank God for that 71. I want it to be a hundred. Why? Because I want to see every believer activated in their, in their personal ministry with the Lord. And so uh, again, that, that is a seed metric. It's a seed metric. Um, we're not, we're not asking how many of those people came to church or no. how many of those no. people showed up. It, it's right now we're just focused on the seed. So the next metric is the, the average first time guest percentage as a percentage of the average attendees, what percentage of those are our first time guests? And the answer to that is where we're at today, 2023 is 4%. Now for a growing church, it should be 5%. If you count, um, um, some attrition and things like that, that happen naturally, we've had two or three families move away. Yep. Uh, and that's okay. We've had one family transition churches. We celebrated that transition with them. We prayed for them mm-hmm. and we love that. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, we love people to stay with us, but we want them to fulfill their calling and purpose. And Absolutely. they were called. So yeah. we sent them. And so the thing is here, 4%, we would love to be at five. We'd love to be at 20, but, and today, uh, which is the last day of the year, we were actually at, at one percent. We had we had some first time guests today. We were at uh, sorry four percent. We're at four percent today uh, for that. And the next one is um, the number of people saved 
as a percentage of the, the, the church attendance for the year. So this is the harvest. This is God's part. This is where we celebrate God, not ourselves. This is like, wow, this is God's work. 67% of the, mm-hmm. of the, uh, of, of the average attendance, uh, or 67%, um, salvation ratio. So what that means is, is that out of, if you add up all the attendants, the people who walked in the doors all year long as a percentage of, of the, the uh, salvation, 67%, uh, pretty, pretty strong there, I would say. But the, the majority, I want to call this out, the majority of people saved it through Journey Community uh, that we witnessed being, being coming across this mm-hmm. year uh, was outside the doors. That's a fact. The majority. Yeah. Like the vast majority. Some That's of them a joke. were in schools. Some yep. of them were in recovery homes. Yep. Some of them were on the street corner. Some of them were uh, just at very, very different places. Mm-hmm. And some of them were at church. Yeah. Um, and we're... That that excites me. That all of our salvations didn't take place with with just hands going up at our church. It was more than that. It was our members being activated uh, outside the church. So, um, and then you know the the last metric that we 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 discussed today was the the total reach, and and that is you know our how many how many lives both digitally and in in person do we reach in the year? Um, so. Uh, that that metric was a little over ten thousand people reached by our church, and and just so thankful. And and the reason we we call out that number is because that's we want to pray over every one of those ten thousand people um, that we reached. And and so yeah, Anthony, great great year. We have a lot to be thankful for. And we have a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I promise you, you said it well today. Twenty twenty four will come with its own challenges. It will. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, even Jesus said that tomorrow will. Tomorrow will be packed full of its goodies. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. said it in his own way. He did, but uh, um, but yeah, let's um, prepare. Yeah, and you know, uh, as as you were talking about the salvations, you know that that just that goes in to prove, man, and not all of those we were right there with that, at that moment of time. There was mm-hmm. others that were right there at the yeah. same time. People just walking up. One lady, I believe, this year just drove up. And yeah. sat in her car in tears. And through her car window, you know, we witnessed to her, and she gave her heart to Christ on the spot. Yeah. It's like a drive-through salvation. <laughs> drive-through salvation. It was just pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, let's move forward, man. 2024, here we come. Let's 2023, go. we thank you, Lord, for your blessings, and we look forward to what you have in store. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll probably talk again next year. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Real Life Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Please share a comment and follow us on Facebook. And until next time, keep it real.